day has been, I would say lazy, but it haven't been because I've been recording the joy of the day. It's, it's like, uh, but tomorrow I have nothing booked, so I get to relax. So I, I got to do a whole bunch of editing before I go to sleep tonight, so I won't have nothing to do tomorrow. <laughs> I can just chill <laughs> and everything. And how has your Sunday been? Not too bad. It's just recording an episode, and now I have to edit it too. So I'm gonna. Oh, so you doing the same thing I'm doing, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! So I mean, what brought you to podcasting? So what really brought me to podcasting was to get my voice out, not only to teach a younger generation about personal finances. But also, um, and also having to deal with um, understanding, but also talk about different topics of personal finances that people mm-hmm. don't get taught in school. Mm-hmm. Oh, so shoot. So, yeah, because um, it was like, now how I ran across this young lady, you know, y'all know how I do my shit. Y- y'all find out her name after the particulars. Is that, um, Someone posted a, a thread of, you know, to get podcasts to collab. As you know, I love talking to other podcasters, especially pod mommies, because that's why I call the ladies, you know, period. And I listened to your podcast, and um, I was like, okay, this lady knows some shit about finances. <laughs> and being in the business that I am of adult film that, you know what I'm saying, where I was in, we make money, and there's things we need to know about our finances so that you know, as we make money, we can do things with it and understand where to put it and all that. Cause it seems like you even, it's like you re- you really know some things about it. <laughs> you know, so it's like, did you already have a background in finances? I have my degree is in finance actually. And so, and so right, I just graduated. So I just did my, thesis in um, personal finances and mm-hmm. also did a little bit in the stock market as well about how to like, diversify your, your portfolio of not having everything in one, your egg in one basket and also mm-hmm. having it in like 40, 60, like 40% mm-hmm. in stocks and 60% in bonds. So people, buckle up, because this is the money smoke episode. How y'all doing? Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. I'm your host, Kevin the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with allmyleaks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. For sponsors to tell you about the first one being lsworld.com, the Facebook of the Ellis community, the House of Dope Mag in the game, racismmagazine.com. Also, the wonderful XSiteBunny.com, where content creators get 90% profit. And also, last but not least, award-winning, award-nominated, Smut with VoiceOver. Also got virtual reality. I'm talking about BlushRocker.com. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over there to ShopGWDistrict.com and do some shopping. Why don't you? Also, check me out five days out of the week in the mornings at FullySwapRadio.com. 
Also check me out at skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGPLLC app, where you sometimes might even get to hear me talk some wrestling with my man, Gerald Roberts, on, on his radio show. So with that being said, I'm going to shut up with this lady that can tell you how to make money, how to budget your money, and be smart with your money. Introduce herself. Hi, I'm Sydney Allen, and I have a podcast called Finance Rundown. You can find me on Apple Podcasts. You can find me on, you still can find me on Spotify. Now you can find me on GodPod, and you can also find me on Podbean as well. Most definitely, most definitely. So now, the interesting thing was you was talking about Enron. Enron, I think that's what they call it. Yeah. And and um, I never heard much about it, you know. Period. Because like some things just skate through the news because it don't, it's not sexy, or what have you. What are some of the things? Can you explain to everybody what that situation was with Enron? So it has to be with a lot of it has to be with how much money you are bringing in but also with all the different types of what they are doing and also mm-hmm. with so much like with companies coming in and out of fashion it's also how they are making money and playing mm-hmm. with changing ever changing fashions mm. so it's like with the people in my business, because they are contractors, they say the least. They make uh, you you hear about how the girls from OnlyFans make a shitload of money or what have you. But a lot of times in our business, the money fluctuates. So, what's some of the mistakes you see people make with their personal finances when they're getting good money coming in? Um, you know? The biggest thing I've seen is how to save their money and um, saving it into their savings account. And then only the other thing is how to budget the income into expenses, into wants or needs, and then Mm -hmm. also for daily living. So it's kind of like, so so when they budget their money or what have you, what would be the one thing they need to focus on the most? Because a lot of times you have girls like they'll get an apartment but don't have no damn furniture, you know, period. Or because they get that big check, they think that it's going to continuously keep coming away. Because I see a lot of people in the business that we're in, you would think you won't have a lot of people that's broke, but they are. Yeah. You know, because it's like they don't understand that. Um, like one girl told me, she said she made a hundred thousand, but she don't see it. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because when people get those big checks, what I do is I get uh, furniture that is like a. If I have like a bed somewhere, I have that first because you need somewhere to sleep. And then if mm-hmm. you say you have like high credit cards. Pay off all your debts first before you buy any more furniture, because mm-hmm. then once you pay off your credit cards, those are re- reincurring interest charges on your cards. 
So now everything that been happening with banks or what have you, because we've been seeing what was going on with the bailouts and all that shit and everything. It for a person like that is in in this business, would it what alternatives if they didn't want to put it into a bank account? Because I know some people might be scared of like, I don't want to put it in the bank account because I see how these banks, you know, plus we know how banks work with they invest your money and shit like that. Y'all know, y'all know what the drill is. So what's the alternatives if a person don't want to put it in the bank? So there is like, I don't know where you live, but I live in Michigan. So in Michigan, credit unions are very popular and they're becoming mm-hmm. They're gaining more traction uh, ever since the uh, the two banks that have collapsed mm. in in California, and then also like uh, the two banks in California, and then also some other banks in New York. So because mm-hmm. uh, the difference between a credit union is so for you to become a member, it's all member owned and member. So all the members vote on the runnings of the credit union instead Mm -hmm. of the traditional banks it's the boards Mm -hmm. and the shareholders Mm -hmm. well i see what you're saying so what made those banks crash because it is i mean we didn't heard it before we didn't heard wall street crash and shit but what makes a bank crash has to do with their their loans and then also has to do with their save up of their assets in money that they can use to to shorten the lesson the lessers of people taking money out for loans and stuff for for startup businesses because that's what SBP got into was their big issue so them get because they're giving out more loans than what money they're taking in yes (laughs) so so now the, the biggest question is like let's say if a porn star decided they want to get a loan what would assure them of getting a loan what would they have to bring to the table because your money is based off of let's say sales because your contract or what have you um part of the reason why many of us many of them have jobs because it gives them a paper trail you know period because trust me it's a lot to explain to a rentor what the fuck you do and how you make your money. So a person in that situation, what would be the best steps for them to be able to go for a loan and maybe even secure one if that's something they want to do? So first of all, is having your income statement or your um, your uh, your pay stubs. That's a great way for you to receive a loan, but also doing a loan application, which is prime really first and then is going through all the steps for you to get approved for loan applications for Mm -hmm. a loan of a certain amount and then you have to do a down payment on the loan Mm -hmm. so what did the down payment normally like entail like would you have to have collateral or is it money or it's normally can be both it can be money or collateral So mm. it depends on how much you want to put down. So typical loans are like around 15% on how much you're going to get a loan. Say so you're going to get a $150,000 loan. It's going to mm. be 15% interest or how mm. many, what percentage you want to put down. 
So most loans are, depending on where you go, it ranges from like 7% or like the lowest is like 4% if you go with a credit union. Now, when it comes to a business loan, what do a person have to bring to the table for that? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, a fitness loan or? I mean, you, you're the expert. I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> so business loan. I mean, I don't know what type of business loans they are. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I heard the PPP. I just heard about the PPP. I don't know about none of this shit. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, like, just like the smokers my, right now. Yeah, my internet just keeps cut, cutting in and out. So, it's like when you said that, I was like, what? <laughs> So it's pretty much it's so it depends. So there's two things. So if the business is just starting out, then mm-hmm. the banks need the income or the um, pay stubs of like the CEO or the co-CEO of a company. But if mm-hmm. they are established, then they just need their ret- uh, income statements or their returns. When they what they have to file with the SEC. Yeah, because um, because a lot of times when, when when you run a business, people don't think about the financial side of it. I guess, or they pass it to 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 somebody else to kind of run or even have the knowledge in. You know, and um, I think that it's important to anyone that has a way of making money or generating money. To understand taxes, to understand the loans and and stuff on that, and what is taxable and what's not taxable, you know, and finances and everything. So it's kind of like um, with you, what made you decide to major in finances and even go into that direction? So what really made me go into the finance was two things: people not understanding personal finances. And then also my mom got, her cards got hacked. And then also she had to file a police report because she got frauded. And then that's also like a different types of the finance side because like the banks and credit unions have to do an investigation to track where your card was being spent or used. So shoot, so you were like, well, I guess I need to know about all this shit so I won't get get my ass kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh my goodness. So, so, um, with your podcast, like, you know, how often do you record? Um, and like I said, when, when did you start your podcast? So I normally used to record every single day and then... I went from working 20 hours to now working close to 40 hours at work. So now I have to do more research and then I post like once a month. But 
Friday I was supposed to post and then I forgot because I had family in town. So mm -hmm. I have to post it Monday. So I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, trust me. People don't realize they think, like some people think podcasting is easy. It's not. It's one is a labor of love because it's not money in it as people would think. You know, no. Yeah. I don't, I'm not even sponsored yet. And so I'm trying to reach out to um, sponsors to help uh, sponsor my podcast. It's just, mm. it's just hard with keeping up with the emails and then also people not responding back to you. And it's just mm -hmm. like, it's really hard, but it's also kind of really funny at the same time. Yeah, because I mean, don't get twisted. Like you have like, the hosts that you might be on that you do your podcast through um, might have the way you can do advertising and shit like that, but that money's slower than a month. <laughs> it's slow as hell. You know, but the thing of it is, is that uh, it's kind of like when you got these people that use bots, it kind of makes it harder for like podcasts like us who have organic and real fan base. You know what I'm saying? Because they want you to have, well, they want people to have these outrageous numbers, and sometimes it's not about the numbers; it's about the quality of the 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 base and the listeners. You know, that's how I look at it. Anyway. So, yeah. so shoot. So, what's your favorite part about podcasting? Well, having to do the research, which is so much fun, because I get to use my. Um, when I did my internship, I get to use my um, detective skills, kind of, and to um, to weed out the um, not facts versus mm -hmm. the truth. So it's kind of like doing mini journalism, kind of. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, because see, with you, you kind of got to know your stuff before you even talk about it. <clears throat> because especially in this day and age, because motherfuckers sit there and fact check your ass real quick. So it's kind of like, um, with you through your research, what do you see the most important thing people must understand when it comes to finances? So what I've kind of done into the research is not only how to do a budget, but also talk about bankruptcy. So I did like two um, episodes on bankruptcy and yeah, about probably. yeah understanding those processes and the different types of bankruptcy because if you if you are trying to get your, if you want to get yourself away from bankruptcy or like you're on the verge of bankruptcy, you have to understand the different types of bankruptcy because not everything will apply to you. There's like different ones Ooh. just for businesses, especially if you're an international business, mm. which is totally different. But then we about to unpack bankruptcy, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go, because I don't have family members that file bankruptcy. So what's the different type of bankruptcies? So there's like the most common is like chapter seven, chapter 11, chapter 12, chapter 13. So chapter 11 and chapter 12 are the two most commonly used just for common people like us. And also chapter 12 is more for individuals or it can also be used as businesses. Okay. So what makes 
them for us versus the other ones? And what's the difference between chapter 11 and chapter 12? So chapter 11 is, so for chapter 11, you can, it's not as strict as chapter 12. So with mm -hmm. like, it's pretty much chapter 7 and chapter 11 are pretty much the same thing. And you're not having to, you're not as restricted with your, with having people to tell you what you need to do. And then with okay. chapter 11, it's more of you have a person that oversees everything. Mm, okay, I see what you're saying. So chapter seven is you don't have no, uh, you, don't, you don't have nobody watching over you. Chapter yeah. 11, they're watching over you. Um, chapter and, seven and chapter 11 is still the same. Yeah, yeah it's like it, there, chapter seven and 11 is like you still don't have people watching over you, but chapter 12, you have a little, but it's not as much until you get to like chapter 15 is more international bankruptcy mm. with corporations so it's kind of like so so chapter 15 is for the, the corporations that do international business mm -hmm. or like local like businesses too mm. oh okay then and what's the other chapters of, of bankruptcy other than those i totally forgot because i don't have my notes <laughs> See, I didn't prep her, people. I didn't, you, you know how I do my show. I don't tell them what I'm talking about at the damn time. So, because I like the organicness of it, you know what I'm saying? Because you know it, it gives more of a real response than you know, or what have you. But no, because um, the average person don't know about this. You feel what I'm saying? Because you hear someone, because we been hearing about bankruptcy in the news, you know. Period. Like. Top, like one of the top YouTubers, Tasha K, she filed for bankruptcy because of what happened with Kurt Carter B, her being sued for millions of dollars. So, what is bankruptcy? Let's let, let, let's go there because some some people might know what it is and may not. What is bankruptcy? So the loose definition is ba basically bankruptcy is not able to pay any of your debts or any of your bills to your credit creditors. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so basically, you can't pay no bills, so it enables them from what not being able to collect the bill, bother you, or it's so basically, is um, bankruptcy is you're going in to consolidate or like lower your monthly payments to your creditors, and mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, you go to court and you can negotiate your monthly payments. With okay, your cool. So I mean, with Tasha K. Five, but for bankruptcy, she made it to where she can make, you know, payments on that settlement with, yeah. with no issue, you know, period. Now, if they say they failed the payment, do they go to jail or is it a penalty? It depends on how severe it is. Mm, okay. But jail time can be part of that severity. Yeah. Okay, she can go to jail then. My bad. I thought. <laughs> well, it depends because if you're a business and you falsify, or you're an individual that falsifies bankruptcy, then you can go to jail. But if you're a mm -hmm. person that absolutely had to file for bankruptcy, then if you don't miss your payments, then it's either like a fine or they just double up your payment. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it depends. So, so I mean, it takes extraordinary circumstances for you to see jail time. 
Yeah. But whatever there, that means that if you miss one payment, that means you got to pay two payments the next go around. Yeah. Or, well, and a fine, you know. Okay. So, um, what what constitutes someone to go for bankruptcy? The desire, the the issue is like having no money or having such an amount of loans or um, bills you're bringing in mm-hmm. and you don't have the income, then that's when you have to file for bankruptcy. So it has to be like a factor of, say you're a single parent and, or you have a, you, I'm going to use like two examples. So a single parent or a um, uh, family members that are getting divorced. Yeah. And they don't, they're trying to um, separate their finances. So that's sometimes when people might go and uh, do bankruptcy because they're trying, especially if people have a joint account and they don't have an individual account, then they're trying to get their money out of their account into their own account. So that's when they might have to file for bankruptcy because they can't pay their bills. So, now, there's always a myth that um, they say rich people file bankruptcy to, I guess, make more money or consolidate money, anything like that. What it, it, The question of it is like this. What myths that people have about bankruptcy that they're wrong about? So, a lot of misconception is bankruptcy is used for um it can can also be used for like bad but it's also sometimes it can be used for good for consolidating people's assets and also business assets too so what what makes it used for bad so if people are trying to they owe taxes to the federal government and they haven't paid them or they are trying to hide their business assets that they made money and they don't want to pay taxes on that. Mm. Mm. So, 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 Swiss people do use it with that sometimes. <laughs> so maybe, hey, hey, maybe, hey, maybe it's a real thing, I guess. Yeah, because you always hear people say that they use bankruptcy to get out of things, um, or what have you. Everything. Because I think a lot of people. And like this, put it this way: Should a lot of people take bankruptcy into consideration? Is the uh, for people who are in bankruptcy? So, uh, bankruptcy for individuals lasts around like five years. So, if you're gonna get a like a loan, then mm-hmm. then that is taken into consideration. Of are you able to pay your loan on time, or are you able to pay off your loan? Mm. Almost definitely, <laughs> most definitely. So, oh my goodness! See, there I told you I said it was money smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how many of your listeners like reach out to you for advice? No one, yeah. Because, because you really, how long you been going, um, podcast wise? So this is my first season. So I'm on like okay. episode fifteen. So. My next oh, episode. So you 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 brand spanking new. Yeah. So my episode, my next episode is gonna be my sixteenth episode. It's gonna be my last one because I just want now I want to go and get and doing the interviews 
So after yeah. that, so so then it gives me enough time to set up the interviews. So mm. then I can go into start talking about my next uh, season and the topics I want to cover in season two. Interesting, because um, yeah, cause I remember a lot of people were doing seasons. I I don't I, I I didn't do seasons, you know, because I could just go away my podcast set up and the way it became built, you know. But shoot, no, nah, you 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 still young in the game, so no, nah, I, I I suspect you're gonna have you know fans and your listeners, and even some of the smokers who is listening now will probably come to you for advice, you know. Um, because we all need advice for our finances. You know, I might even come to for advice. You never know. Um, because the simple fact of that it's not about making the money. It's also about making the money do something for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and everything. So, like, if, if someone came to you and they asked about investments, what would you suggest? It, give me a second. Hey, Mom, I'm doing an interview. Can you? Hey, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. I miss my mom. That's what I do. God bless Deb, Mosella Lucas. So, but no, but like, just off the top of your dome, we'll be a good investment for somebody. So, a good investment would be to gain to either if you can afford. So, what a lot of companies are now doing is like fraction stocks. Where you don't have you, you own a portion of a stock that you can pay you can buy it over time to get one share of a company which is totally awesome because traditionally when people are investing they mm-hmm. are um you can only buy one stock of a company and now because the because uh, so many people can't afford the high prices of a stock now a lot of companies are getting into like fractional stocks, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So, so fractional stocks, what what makes it different than regular stocks? So fractional stocks is your own like a fraction of a stock. Say for Apple, for example, mm-hmm. say the stock is X price, and mm-hmm. you can't uh, buy it at that price, so you just pay like say fifty bucks for it. Mm. Then you own like a portion of it. Mm. Okay, I see what you're saying. So it's kind of like it enables you to buy in. You may not, but you can still get a return. Yeah. But it enables you to buy in at a lower rate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yep. See, see, once again, it, it, no one t- tell us these things. I ain't know about fractional stocks. See, that's. Well, it's just. <laughs> With these fractional stocks, it's really new, so it's like still mm. uncharted waters. But especially mm. for like people like me and you who might not have like a steady income that can like invest like five or ten bucks when you get money, which is awesome. Most definitely. See, because I because that's one thing that I try to do with my podcast is not just for my smokers. But also for the, the porn stars that listen, that y'all make money. So this is important. Why why she's on this here? For y'all to learn how to make more money with your money. That's what her podcast is about. 
And I suggest to all my smokers out there, y'all need to go check out her podcast because she really broke down the Enron stuff. She broke, she as you see how she broke down the bankruptcy. Imagine what she do on her podcast. Y'all need to go check that out for real. And like I said, you know, I ain't gonna hold you up, but we is gonna bring you back. You know what I'm saying? Because can I call you a smoke buddy? <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. She'll be back here on the Smokers Lounge. We're going to talk some more finances. I'm going to look up some stuff to talk to her about, you know what I'm saying, and give her a heads up so she won't be so caught off guard. But, but like I said, and like I said, y'all check out her podcast. So speaking about that, tell everybody where they can find your podcast and where they can find you. So you can find me on, if you guys have Instagram, you can find me Sydney underscore Allen 29 on Instagram. And if you want to... Um, Follow me on Twitter. You can um, look me up at Sid Golf or Tiger 29. And you can find me on Apple Podcasts. Type in Finance Rundown. And if you listen on Podbean, type in the same thing, Finance Rundown. And then also you can find me on GodPod. Type in Finance Rundown. And I hope to have some new listeners and new followers. Oh, you definitely will, because I know some of these smokers who love to make money is going to check her out, because as y'all can hear, she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> so with that being said, you know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? If you haven't learned anything, smoke this over. Go get the merch. Oh, I forgot one thing. Don't forget, the best smoke is always premium smoke. Go. Four ninety nine a month. Subscribe to the Premium Smoke Room. Five Premium Podcasts for you to enjoy. Y'all know what it is. More provocative, more crazy, more wild, more outlandish. Titties might come out. Dildo might pop out. You never know. But either way, go subscribe. So with that being said, say goodbye to him, Miss Lady. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>